dementia researcher with a blog and a rating. Earlier this year, reports of the most recent milestone in the history of Alzheimer's disease drug research hailed Denanumab as a game changer. As with previous antibody-based treatments, headlines described the results as the beginning of the end and a turning point in the search for a treatment to modify progression of the disease rather than targeting the symptoms. However, many dementia researchers have argued that reporting of results has been overhyped, creating false hope for people living with dementia and their families. In this blog, I will unpack the findings of recent Alzheimer's drug trials and try to determine whether they are the game changers so desperately needed. When results from a trial of the Alzheimer's drug Donanumab were shared at the Alzheimer's Association International Conference in July earlier this year, I was facilitating a co-production focus group in York with people who had recently been diagnosed with dementia and their family members. As news of these trial results were shared by national media, members of my group asked me about what this would mean for them. This was a difficult position to be in because whilst I wanted to be positive about progress in finding a disease-modifying treatment, I know we had been here before and many had argued that the language around reporting of trial results had been misleading and created false hope. In 2021, after waiting decades for significant progress in developing an effective treatment for Alzheimer's disease, aducanumab was approved by the US Food and Drug Administration, the FDA. Aducanumab is an anti-amyloid beta antibody that targets amyloid beta aggregates and was halted during phase 3 trials two years previously. The FDA approval of aducanumab under its accelerated programme was based on a positive change on what is known as a surrogate endpoint, a significant reduction of amyloid beta rather than the effect on cognition. This approval was controversial and the drug subsequently failed to achieve approval in Europe. However, it paved the way for other antibody-based treatments for Alzheimer's disease. In January of this year, the Canamab was licensed for use in the US for people with mild cognitive impairment or early Alzheimer's disease. This antibody-based treatment targets larger amyloid beta oligomers and similarly to aducanumab was approved of the FDA's accelerated programme. This outcome divided dementia researchers with many hailing this progress as the beginning of the end whilst others questioned the degree to which the results were clinically meaningful. That is, whether it could result in a noticeable effect on an individual's daily life. For example, in the Clarity AD Phase 3 trial, the primary endpoint was the Clinical Dementia Rating Sum of Boxes scale, which is a semi-structured clinical interview designed to measure various cognitive and functional impairments, and where the higher the score, the greater level of impairment. After 18 months of treatment, lecanemab was reported to have reduced cognitive decline by 27% in people with mild cognitive impairment or early Alzheimer's disease, compared to those who were administered a placebo. This is is a headline-grabbing statement, which might mask the meaning behind the numbers. This reduction in cognitive decline represents an absolute difference of 0.45 points on the 18-point CDRSB scale, which many have argued is not a clinically meaningful result. For this scale, previous research has suggested that a point difference of 0.98 would be needed for people with mild cognitive impairment and 1.63 for people with mild Alzheimer's disease for a clinically meaningful difference to be achieved. Moreover, when data for men and women were looked at separately, 
it was reported that the point difference for women was only 0.20 and 0.73 for men. These results are still below what would be considered clinically meaningful, but perhaps is especially important to highlight considering we know that women are twice as likely to develop Alzheimer's disease compared to men. It is therefore not acceptable for an Alzheimer's drug treatment to not only be questionable in relation to whether it will have a meaningful impact on the lives of people living with dementia, but for women to receive even less benefit despite being likely to be most affected. Questions of efficacy aside, concerns have also been raised about the safety of antibody-based treatments. In the Clarity AD trial, 21% of those who received lecanemab experienced amyloid-related imaging abnormalities, such as edema leading to brain swelling or bleeding due to microhemorrhages. As such, many have concluded that despite now being licensed by the FDA, lecanemab is neither safe nor effective for people with Alzheimer's disease. Enter donanemab, another antibody-based treatment again targeting levels of amyloid in the brain. According to the results of the Trailblazer trial presented early this year, donanemab slowed cognitive decline by 35% for patients with low, medium, low to medium levels of tau compared to those receiving a placebo. Between treatment and placebo groups, there was a point difference of around 3 on the integrated Alzheimer's disease rating scale, a 144-point scale where the lower the score, the greater the impairment. This point difference represents roughly a 2-3% absolute difference between the groups, which again draws questions about whether the results are clinically meaningful. In addition, similarly to lecanemab, a number of patients in the trial experienced brain swelling and bleeding, so questions have again been drawn on both the efficacy and safety of another antibody-related Alzheimer's treatment. So what does this all mean for the future of dementia research and the search to find a disease-modifying treatment for Alzheimer's? There's an estimated 55 million people worldwide currently affected by dementia, so there is a desperate need for a treatment approach for Alzheimer's disease as the most common brain disease which causes dementia. Therapies need to target either the development of the disease, the progression of it, or both. Although significant progress has been made of antibody-based drug trials targeting amyloid, the use of hyperbolic language and reporting trial outcomes can lead to false hope and confusion particularly when a number of dementia researchers don't agree that targeting amyloid burden in the brain will be what it takes to move the needle. Even if it was, the challenges around delivery of these new drugs may be too high for many global health systems, as they require patients to be identified early in the disease process, typically through expensive PET scans and CSF testing. Regular brain scans will be required to check for swelling and bleeding, risks associated with these types of drugs. All these challenges require investment and restructuring of current systems and practices. There's one final thing to consider. As a researcher working on the neuropathology of neurodegenerative disease, I know all too well how Alzheimer's disease pathology is heterogeneous and rarely exists as a sole brain pathology. If Alzheimer's disease can be identified as being the main disease pathology driving the clinical dementia syndrome in an individual, for example, there are unanswered questions remaining about whether clearing the brain of that pathology could pave the way for the progression of a comorbid pathology and further neurodegeneration associated with that. Therefore, we need to accelerate treatments that are targeting multiple disease mechanisms if we are to truly find a cure for dementia. Thank you for listening. Join the Dementia Research bloggers 
and share your own views.